So the scripture this morning is reminding us of the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And this is something that perhaps many of us are quite familiar with, but haven't taken too much of an opportunity to really understand the weight and the importance of what this means. These words that are so groundbreaking that were read for us even in this scripture. These words like Emmanuel, God with us. They're words that hold so much weight and change everything. But because we've heard them before, it's possible to miss the importance of it because we're familiar with the words. Or to miss the weight of it because we've heard it before. But there's a difference between simply hearing it and understanding it. Christmas is an opportunity to take that time to reflect, to meditate, and to understand the weight of Christmas and the gift of Christmas. The passage here told us that the name of the Savior would be Jesus. Jesus would be the name of the Savior of the world. And we've talked about this before in the last couple of weeks. We, we talked about how the name Jesus Christ is not just a nice name, but Jesus Christ is also a proclamation. The name Jesus actually means the Lord saves. And then the name Christ is actually a title that means Messiah or the chosen one. So when we proclaim the name of Jesus Christ, we're actually proclaiming the good news of God. We're saying that the Lord saves through the Messiah. That's what we say when we say the name Jesus. El nombre de Jesús es la promesa de Dios. In this birth story, it's not just any birth story. Or it's not just any, 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 any old um, detail that matters. But really, when we read this story, there's a lot of particularities about how the Savior of the world came into, the, in, into being, into here on earth. Yes, it is Christmas time, and we celebrate that, that the, all the beautiful things that have to do with Christmas. The, the songs, the lights, the, the food, all of that is something we rejoice in. But even more important than what and all of the details of Christmas... The most important point of Christmas is not just what, but how. Not just what and how, but specifically who. Who was born during Christmas. That's what this entire story points to. Yes, we can talk about the manger and the animals. But even more important than what is who is being born. Who is entering into the world. That is the key part of this passage. That is the main point that Matthew is trying to make in giving us this story of the birth of Jesus. This is the most important part of the Christmas story. Not just what, not just how, but who came into the world. Christmas points to who. Christmas points to Jesus. Through this whole month of December, this has been a time that uh, the Christians throughout history and throughout the world have called Advent. Advent is a time where we prepare for the coming of the Lord. For when we prepare for this gift of God, of God with us, of God showing up. God comes down. This is what we celebrate in the Christmas, during Christmas. We couldn't get to God, so He came down to us. 
He came down to the messiness of the ordinary human experience. And in the scriptures we see how God entered into the world. That's what we celebrate and reflect on this morning. That Christmas is not just about what or how, but Christmas is all about who. Christmas is how we witness to God's witness. To how we witness to the fact that God is with us here and now. Jesus Christ, God with us. The true God, the one who created us in his image. The one who created us for his purposes. The one who made a way where it seemed like there was no way. When Jesus entered into the world, this was a very special event. An event that was called the Incarnation. And when we hear this word incarnation, it can sometimes feel like this huge word. But incarnation simply means that God became human in Jesus Christ. That God showed up. God took initiative to save us and restore our broken connection with Him. There was a disconnect and then God Himself came to reconnect us once again. This is the event of the incarnation that the Bible points to. This event of incarnation of God coming down to earth, taking the form of a human and entering into the human story. This has been the most um, impactful event in all of human history. So that's what we believe. That's what we gather around during this Christmas time that God has taken action. God has taken a step toward us. He didn't run away. He wasn't passive. He didn't just let go. But he took a step toward us. Because he loved us that much. That he came himself and made a way where there was no way. He made a reconnection when there was a disconnect. God came into our story. And he begun the work Of restoring all people and all of creation back to himself. God became like us through Jesus Christ in order to save us from sin and save us from ourselves. This is the gift of God. The gift of God with us. This is how we witness to God's witness that he will never let us go or forsake us. He is with us always, even to the end of the age, even when we don't understand. He is with us. God is with you. That's what we celebrate this Christmas, that God showed up. This is what Christmas is truly about. It's this gospel event of God showing up. Technically, through this big word, the incarnation, God with us. Now, to believe in this good news of Christmas is to believe that we can now know God and we can truly connect to God only because God came to us. He took that step. He showed up in Christ. So this Christmas, we have the opportunity to receive the gift of the presence of God and to also Be able to share the goodness of the presence of God with others. This Christmas we can receive the gift of the presence of God right where you are. Here and now. Today can be that step. Jesus took a step toward us and today we can take a step toward him. 
So in Christmas, it really marks this beautiful collision of heaven and earth and time and eternity all colliding together in this event of Jesus Christ being born. In the story of the birth of Jesus, that's where it all comes together. Time and eternity, heaven and earth, it all meets together there in the birth of Jesus. So again, Christmas is not just about what, but Christmas is about who. It's all about Jesus. Not just about the manger, not just about the gifts, but about the miracle of God showing up. It's very easy to miss the true significance of this amazing event. Jesus enters into the world willingly to fulfill his mission to save and restore our broken relationship with him. This disconnect that happened because of sin, he made a way, he reconnected us. Yes, again, during this Christmas week, it's going to be important to share in the joy and the fun. To t- it's going to be important to talk about the excitement of the angels singing and the shepherds visiting. But of first importance is who is entering in this story. How Jesus entered into this story. How he came to be with us to make a way back to God. The miracle of Christmas is that God becomes like us so that we could be with Him. There is one entering to fulfill a mission. That's what Jesus came into the world to do. For a purpose to fulfill this mission of salvation and restoration. It's now made possible through the gift of God. Through Emmanuel. God with us. The Christmas story is the story of the birth of Jesus. And in the story of the birth of Jesus, that serves as a reminder that it is possible to know what is coming and still be surprised when we really pay attention. Many of us have heard this Christmas story year after year since our childhood. But today, the invitation is that we would be able to hear this story with fresh ears That we would be able to see the Christmas message with fresh eyes and see what new thing God would reveal to each and every one of us. We see here in the passage that was read in Matthew chapter 1 verse 20, it says this. But after he, talking about Joseph, after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, Do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. So what did Jesus come into the world for? Jesus came to save Jesus came to save, friends, and this is very good news. And there's another word for good news. That word is gospel. The gospel means good news. So the Christmas message is a gospel message. The good news of Christmas is a redefinition of how we view reality. During the time of the birth of Jesus, there were powers and authorities in that day. And they claimed something. All of those powers and all those authorities, they all claimed this. They said, 
This is all there is. Nothing more. But then what happens? Jesus enters into the world to proclaim a new message. To proclaim there's more. This is not all there is. Do not settle or conform for just this. There's more. This is not all there is. There's more. There's more to life. There's more to your calling. There's more to your identity. The gift of God is that because of Jesus, there's more. There's more hope available to you. There's more love available to you. There's more grace available to you. Because of Jesus, there's more. This is not all there is. The creator of the world entered into the human story in the form of a baby. Just think about that for a second. Why? Why would he do that? God had the power to do anything. He could have come into the world as a giant. He could have come into the world as a mighty warrior. But he chose to come into the world in the form of a baby. Why? Because God came into the world to redefine authority. To make all things new. During Christmas, God comes into our world. Jesus enters into our story in order to turn our world right side up. So often we live our, our, our worlds, we live our life day to day upside down. Not just us, but all of society. But the Christmas message comes to turn our world right side up. During the, the, the birth of Jesus, there was a local ruler, and his name was Herod. Herod tried to impose his power, his authority, through violence and intimidation. But then amidst all of that, this new king and savior appears in the form of a baby. And what does he do? Not that much. He just appears. He shows up. And that changes everything. You know, for those of us that have had children or whether you have nieces or nephews or cousins or whatever it may be, you're familiar with babies. And you know that babies really don't do much. What they do a lot of, I mean, you know, you, you have to change a lot of diapers. You lose a lot of sleep. I don't think I've had a full night's sleep for five years since my firstborn. Still catching up. So a baby comes into the world and really doesn't do much. But anyone that's had experience with a baby knows that a baby appears, shows up, and everything changes. Nothing will ever be the same. Even when that baby grows up. In the same way the gift of God in the coming in the form of a baby, everything changes. Before doing anything, God shows up. The birth of Jesus is the gift of God's presence. In the birth of Jesus, it all comes together. The power of God, the presence of God, and the promises of God. Then eventually that baby does grow up, and he does a lot. He is our Savior. He grows up and he becomes the servant of all. And in the servant of all, he continues to redefine things for us. In being the servant of all, he redefines greatness. 
Then he gives this new command to love God and to love one another, to love people. That's a redefinition of the law, a redefinition of how to live. And then eventually as he grows up, he takes the cross. He came here for a mission. He fulfilled his mission on the cross. And there on the cross, he redefines strength. And then in the resurrection, three days later, this same baby that grew up to be our Savior, he redefines power. Jesus has entered into the world humbly, but also triumphantly. Redefining everything. Redefining our relationship with God and our relationship with each other. Giving us the hope of Christ through restored relationships. That's what we say every single week here at Imago. That we can experience the hope of Christ through restored relationships. And really Christmas is the gift of hope through relationships. Relationship, restored relationship with God and with each other. Jesus redefines both of those. And this is expressed in so many different ways during this Christmas time. At Christmas, we celebrate that God is with us. We witness to God's witness as we place our trust in Him. As we place our hope in Him, God shows up in us and we are empowered to show up for others. El regalo de Dios es el regalo de Manuel Dios con nosotros. We receive the gift of Emmanuel when by faith we simply believe and accept the reality that God has shown up and that changes everything. Beginning with me, beginning with our insides, that impacts our outsides as well. So we receive the gift of Emmanuel, but we're also able to give the gift of Emmanuel when we show up for others. Especially when it's not convenient. Especially when it's hard. When we show up and we serve and do life together and invite others into this new life with God. Now I've said it before, but the reality is that this Christmas probably just like other Christmases, our children, our family members, our community may or may not remember what the gift is that you give to them this year. Gifts come and go. But I guarantee you this, they will remember whether or not you were present, whether or not you showed up. We receive the gift of God with us And we are empowered to show up with others. That is a gift. That is a blessing. So this year, my encouragement to all of us as a church community as we, is that we go one step beyond. Let's go one step beyond doing. And let's take a step toward being. Let's go a step beyond simply focusing on the Christmas to-do list. In light of God's gift of presence, we can also practice and create a Christmas to-be list. Sure, this week, all of us, we can take part in all the fun things of Christmas. We can take part in buying presents, wrapping gifts, sending cards, shopping for food, seeing the lights. That's all beautiful. 
But what if the invitation this year is that we go a step beyond the Christmas to-do list? We go beyond this, the to-do list and we ask God to guide us and help us with a Christmas to-be list. This is taking a step beyond. So what does that mean? This year, asking for God's help and strength to go beyond doing and begin being. So instead of simply buying presents... I can be present. Instead of just wrapping gifts, I can wrap someone in a hug, especially someone that really needs it. Instead of just sending cards, I can send peace with my words this Christmas. Instead of just putting up lights, I can be the light. Friends, brothers, sisters, We can continue to shine the light of Jesus Christ this Christmas. This is the gift of God. He will do it in and through us. We can serve as channels of God's love and blessing to those around us. That's part of the gift of God of receiving the gift of Emmanuel and giving the gift of Emmanuel. The birth of Jesus Christ is what has been called the greatest story ever told. And it's amazing to think that the greatest story ever told began in such a simple way. It began with this announcement that is delivered to both Mary and to Joseph. They were engaged at the time. This was unexpected. Then Mary and Joseph had to travel all the way to Bethlehem because there was an order from the Roman emperor that a census or a record of all people had to be taken in their hometown. Then after traveling pregnant on a donkey for several days, Mary and Joseph finally arrived in Bethlehem. And there they were told that there were no places for them to stay. The inns were full And seeing that Mary was almost at the point of giving birth to the baby at any moment, an owner of an inn told Joseph that they could stay in his stable. So Mary and Joseph, they settled down on the hay in a stable with animals sleeping. Then Mary went into labor and Jesus was born right there in the stable. It was the only place for the sleeping baby to rest right there. In the manger. Oh, but the glory of Christmas is really this that what started so simply would ultimately lead to joy for all humankind. Friends, brothers, sisters, the birth of Jesus is also the birth of our everlasting joy. A joy that is not based on circumstances. A joy that is not based on situations, but a joy that is based on God with us here and now. That's the joy that Christmas gives. That's the joy of the presence of Christ. Because of this everlasting joy in Jesus, we tell the Christmas story over and over again. As we've said here at Imago many times, we tell this story over and over again, not because we're slow learners, but because we're quick forgetters. So we need to remind each other of this good news every single year. And I promise you this, 
As long as God gives us breath, as a community, we will proclaim this story over and over again. And guess what? After we're gone, the next generation will proclaim the good news of the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's the joy and the good news of Christmas. We see that God brings ordinary pieces together and makes something extraordinary. In Christmas, we also see that God had a plan. God had a plan in place and he was using all of the, the pieces to bring together something greater. Something greater than anyone could have thought of or even imagined. God uses an ordinary, unlikely people to bring together something greater. God had a plan. I want you to receive that this Christmas. God has a plan. Whatever you're going through, Jesus is at work in the mess. God has a plan. And the gift and the joy of Christmas is that He's able to bring it all together for something greater than we could think of or imagine. God uses ordinary, unlikely people like me and you. Ordinary, unlikely circumstances like shepherds and magi and mangers in order to bring about something extraordinary. To bring someone extraordinary. So to put it very simply for us. What we celebrate during Christmas is a miracle. Christmas is a miracle. It's the miracle of the gift of God. Of God's presence. Of God showing up. The scriptures here announce this miracle. Not as an argument. But as an explanation. As a proclamation. In Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 to 2, we see the following. It says this. It says, After Jesus was born in Bethlehem, in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. That was the posture, that was the attitude of the Magi, of the wise men from the East. And for us today, this morning, worshiping and praising God is the fitting response to the miracle of Christmas. That is the right attitude, that is the right posture to come before God in worship. So what can we do this Christmas? What can we do with this miracle? How can we respond to the gift of God we can worship. We can worship. And when we worship, we receive the gift of God. We share the gift of God. And we give God all the glory. That's what we're doing this Christmas. Receiving the miracle. Sharing the miracle. And giving God all the glory. Christmas is exactly that. It's the miraculous gift of God. So in the coming days, when you give or receive a gift, or when you see the manger on a card, or when you see a Christmas tree light up, remember that all of those are signs. Signs that don't just point to what, but they point to who. They point to Jesus. 
They point to something much greater. They point to someone much greater. The Christmas gifts, the trees, the lights are all pointing to the amazing truth that the child, Jesus, entered the earth on Christmas as the true king of the world. The creator entered in to the creation. So today and this week, we celebrate the birth of Jesus and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ, during this Christmas time. And today, we, just as the wise men from the East, we have come here for the purpose of worshiping the newborn King. That's why we're here. We have a purpose. Wherever we came from, we're here for a divine appointment for that reason, to worship the newborn King. He is the Lord that will reign forever and ever. Jesus is the gift of God with us. That's God's gift this Christmas. That He is with you no matter what. That He is at work even in the mess. He is at work in the confusion. He is at work in the unanswered questions. He is at work in the doubt. God is with you. God is with us. Here and now. And forevermore. Amen. 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 Let's pray together. God, we thank you that you go beyond any expectations that we may have. The gift of Emmanuel is greater than any gift we could ask for. It's the gift of your presence, Lord. Every single moment is a gift. That's why it's called the present, Lord. We pray that this Christmas you would grow us in hope, in faith, in love, in peace, God. Give us more of you, Lord. During this Christmas, we celebrate that the Word became flesh. You came to us, Lord. And God, we pray that through the power of your Holy Spirit this Christmas, that the Word would continue to become flesh in us, God. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of Christmas, the miracle of you showing up, God. Now help us, Lord, to turn around and show up for others, Lord, through your power and through your grace. Thank you, Lord, that you use ordinary circumstances for extraordinary purposes, Lord. And you have called each and every one of us for greater purpose. I pray, Lord, that today would be an opportunity. This week would be an opportunity, Lord, just as you take steps toward us, that we could take a step toward you, Lord. If you haven't yet, this morning is an opportunity for you to simply say that, Jesus, I trust you more than I do in myself or in situations or circumstances. I trust you, Lord, to be my Lord and Savior today. And that's taking a step. Taking a step in obedience, taking a step in faith, taking a step in hope, taking a step in receiving the gift of God. The gift of the presence of God, the power of God, and the promises of God. All available to us here and now because of Jesus. 
It's in his name we pray. Amen.